Hey dreamers, this is your host Barry Miracle. Welcome to Wake Up Into Your Dream. It's time to wake up out of the nightmares of normality and wake up into God's divinely designed dream for your life. Jump on this podcast today and let's discover God's awesomeness waiting for you. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Wake Up Into Your Dream. I am Barry Miracle, your dream coach, but you probably know that by now. But anyway, just uh, glad to have this opportunity to share life with you. And this week, we are talking about discovering the real you. So last uh, week, and uh, I guess maybe about four or five weeks before that, I did a series on uh, the overcomers. And I used the life of Joseph as the template. And we went through his life and how he went to the palace. Even though he started off in a pit, he went to into slavery, into somebody else's house. And then he got thrown into the penitentiary. But he finally ended up in the palace. And I want to tell you, once you go through the process and you get to the palace and you begin to be a preservation for a prophetic people, you never leave that place. I want to tell you, if you kill it, you get to keep it. I won't get into that right now, but <laughs> of course, our, of course, let me make this caveat. Our war is not against flesh and blood, but only against principality, principalities and powers of darkness. Jesus was manifested to, for this purpose, to destroy the works of the evil one. You have been manifested as a son and the many brethren of the firstborn that in who you have become a co-heir with to also be a destroyer of the works of the evil one. Everywhere you go, you turn on the light and the enemy must leave. Amen? Okay, so today we're talking about discovering the real you. And I want to start off with a bit of a quote uh, from my book called Wake Up Into Your Dream. And once again, you can go to uh, barrymiracle.ca. That's B-A-R-R-Y-M-A-R-A-C-L-E. Uh, .ca, and you can go on my website there and find my book, but also you can find many, many other resources. So, um, so here's a quote. You are actually a dream that has come out of the heart of the source of all. I call you a dream wrapped in flesh. Scientists actually say at your conception, now I don't mean to be rude, but I'm just telling you the truth here. When your papa's sperm met your mama's egg, there was a burst of life. You know, don't fall out your seat because I said that. Don't be all, all uh, you know, embarrassed or anything like that. We're all adults here, hopefully. <laughs> but I want to tell you, you became a burst of light. When, when at your conception, you became a burst of light. There was light that came into this realm and everything you will ever need came with you at your conception. You are a spirit that came from the heart of the Father that was implanted in a womb of a woman. And I want to tell you, there is resources beyond your imaginations that came that were downloaded with you at your conception. Your spirit, the true you, was dispatched into this world, into this realm, literally as a burst of light. You're, you have come into this world from the Father of Lights with 
Every answer that you will ever need. Did you hear that? I want to reiterate that again. You came, when you, when you got downloaded, you came from the heart of the Father into this realm, you came as an answer and a solution with more answers and with more solutions than you could ever use in 10 lifetimes. The DNA of God's design has been birthed again into the created physical realm, wrapped in a transient tent made of the substance of this temporary realm. And this, my dear friend, is who you are. This dream called you has come into this realm as an answer that is being delivered, not a problem that needs to be solved. Rewind that and listen to that again. Your potential is immeasurable and there is really nobody like you, nor shall there ever be. Ephesians 3.20 says, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. This is all true, ladies and gentlemen, and you are a magnificent dream from the heart of the Father. But the problem is we are constantly bombarded by the circumstantial evidence in this temporary realm. Generations upon generations have come and gone further reinforcing the validity and maybe superiority of the physical realm. So much, ladies and gentlemen, that we have come to believe everything we see with the natural eye as being a truth instead of just a fact. When you break down your human body, you will find out that about 90%, some people say 65, but let's say even 80% of our cells make up our bodies are is made up out of water. So about 80, 85% of your whole body is made up out of water. So when the water is gone and the chemicals are left, all you have at the end of the day is a total of about a dollar. And if you add your skin into the equation, the value skyrockets to $3.50. This is the, you have a grand total of $4.50. These figures, of course, are subjected to market fluctuations. But I want to tell you, you your chemicals that this is like, you know, if you would, you know, the gold, the, the iron, the nickel, all these things that are in your body. If you if you get rid of all the water and you're left with just this dust pile of dust, it's, a, it's worth about a buck on, the, on today's market. I want to tell you today, you are far greater and far more valuable than just your chemical makeup. <laughs> you're saying, I sure hope so, because you can't get much for a buck anymore. <laughs> The Bible says in Psalms chapter 139 that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. It is so crazy just to think how our creator could take a buck and make something so amazing as our bodies. Like I said in the introduction, uh, many, many episodes ago, this is like, I don't know, episode 28 maybe? But anyway, um, I, I said that you have a thousand trillion cells that's four quadrillion cells all working independently and doing what they were designed to do and that at the same time working together for one common purpose that is amazing 
I said four quadrillion or a thousand trillion cells all working independently, doing what they were designed to do, but then collectively working together so that you could just move your pinky. Don't move your pinky and shut me off now. I'm preaching good. <laughs> the question I have for you is truly, who are you that God is mindful of you? So before I go any further, I just want to recap on on true identity because the topic today is discovering the real you and in your discovery of the real you must start in the true identity and I went over this with a little bit more detail and I'm just gonna skim over it today so just quickly I want to reiterate where our true identity comes from before I get to the discovery of who you are this is vitally important identity is not necessarily just who you are who you are is part of your identity, but not the whole sum total. Your identity is not the sum of your history, education, experience, culture, and or economical or social parameters. Your identity is not summed up in the balances of victories and losses. Many of these things attribute to identity, but at the same time are not the foundation or the true you. To find your identity is far less complicated, but much more spectacular and profound. We've, seen, we've been looking for the fruit of our identity, but we must first look to the root and the foundation that gives us the true sense of our identity. I mentioned many things that don't give us our true identity sense of our identity because we have been schooled over the last two decades i would say with this notion that i gotta know who i am to be happy in life and there are motivational speakers and gurus and and coaches and people that have been been preaching this i need to know I, if i could just teach people who they are they're going to be happy and fulfilled in life and part of that is actually quite true but unfortunately, the Lord rebuked me one day and he said, Barry, stop teaching people who they are before you teach them whose they are, because you will give them power and strength and you will actually push them further from me. They need to know whose they are, because this is the security of their identity. This is what identity was meant to be all along. And it's a security, not a confusion. So here we go. So where does my identity start? The true sense of your identity is founded securely in whose you are. Like I just said, Jeremiah chapter one, verse five, be, before I formed you in your mother's womb, that's Jeremiah chapter one, verse five, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you before you were born, I sanctified you, my God. So who you were in the midst of whose you are gives you the best, most accurate identity. When your true identity is wrapped up in whose you are brings a security that identity was meant to bring. Your identity must stem from and be an overflow of who the creator knew before there was a was. Mm, you need to go back and listen to that uh, other podcast on identity and get more clarity about what I just said, because it's amazing. Long before you had a soul or a biological body formed within your mother's womb, God knew the true you. John chapter 17, verse 5 and verses 22 and 24. I'm going to read them. 
Now, and now, O Father, glorify me together with yourself, with the glory which I had with you before the world was. And the glory which you gave me, I have given them that they may be one just as we are one. I in them and you in me. I in them and you in me that they may be made perfect in one that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. Father, I desire that, that these people that they also, whom you gave me, may be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory, which you have given me, for you loved me before the foundation of the world. In the glory, you begin to remember who you were. He has given us that same glory that, the, that Jesus had with the Father. He's given to us. So in the glory, you begin to remember. When you spend time with God, when you spend time in his presence, when, when you're in, 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 in meetings, even right now, I'm believing that the glory is being released to you so that you would sit in the midst of the glory. I call forth the glory of God that is on the inside of you, begin to manifest uh, upon your even your flesh and your mind, your will and your emotions right now, that you would be sitting in the glory of God. And I say, remember who you were. In the glory, you will begin to remember whose you are. In the glory, you will begin to remember who you were. And in the glory, you will begin to remember whose you are. I want you to know this today. I want you to know the one that he knew. And I want you to become the one that he knew. Isn't that powerful? Just pray that with me. Say, Father God, I want to know the one you knew. Before I was implanted in this realm, I want to know the one you knew. I and I want to, Father God, I want to be the one that, that you knew. Lord God, I'm asking today that this would be, even as it was for Jeremiah, it would be for me, Lord God, that you, you would sanctify me in in. In my life, Lord God, you would sanctify me by the blood today, Lord God, that I could tap into everything that you have for me this day in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Okay. Hopefully today, guys, as we're, as we're just getting into the real message here, <laughs> um, we're going to answer three questions by answering two questions. Now, how's that going to go? Well, here we go. How uh, I'm going to answer these three questions, how to find out who we are really called to be. You're about to find out who you're really called to be and what I am about and what you are about to do, who you, what you're about to do, who you're called to be. And the, and the third question is, can I actually manifest God's dream in my life? I believe that we're going to answer these questions right now. There will be different witnesses here on the earth that will attest to you and bear witness to who you are called to be. First of all, you need to understand that. Um, when talking to people for years, I tell them that I can actually show them who they are and who they've been called to be in about two to five minutes. I might take a little bit longer today, but 
this is the truth. And I can hear you in your voice saying, are you kidding me? You're telling me that I've been trying to figure out what I've been called to do and where I'm called and who I'm really am to do life with. And you're saying you could tell me I can do th that. You could tell me this in about two minutes. And I'm saying to you, yep, that's what I'm saying. So are you ready? Do you have your seatbelt on? <laughs> Is anybody slightly interested in hearing what I've been telling people for years. The good news is I'm about to do that. The bad news is you got to wait till next week. No, just kidding. <laughs> so anyway, the first question I have for you. So I want you to get a, a journal, an iPad, a computer and begin to write down the thing in life that you are most jazzed about. The thing in life that gets you up in the morning, the thing that you would do for free if if money wasn't an issue, what is the thing that you always dreamed about? If you had enough money, if you had enough time, if 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 if, if, if all those if if there was no ifs, the thing that you would do for free. I want you to write that down. It should come to you pretty quickly. The truth is all truth is parallel. That if it's true in the physical, it will be true in the spiritual. If you're passionate about something in the physical, if you're passionate about something in the physical, most likely there is something on that which is trying to steer you in a correct course for your life. So let me just give you a little caveat here, though. Um, it, it, what you're passionate about must be biblical, must be sound, it must be God-friendly and people-friendly, okay? Let's just get that out of the way. So. So seriously, thinking about the thing that you would do for free, it, like I said, it probably would come pretty quickly. So with that in mind, we'll move on to the second qualifying question of who you're called to be. So the thing that you would do for free, the thing you're most jazzed about. And then number two, what is the area of your life that has been buffeting you more than any other area? The place of your greatest weakness. What is that greatest weakness? Perhaps it was an addiction, um, whether of drugs, alcohol, addiction to pornography, or 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 whatever that addiction could be. It may be also manifested in a familiar spirit of divorce, or lack of motivation, or laziness. I don't I don't know what the greatest weakness, the, you know, procrastination. I, I don't know what the area of your life that is the greatest weakness, and, but some people might call it your kryptonite or your Achilles heel. And Achilles heel is the deadly weakness in, this, in, in your area of life, even though you might have overwhelming strengths in every other area, but you have this one place that trips you up every time you're about to go to the next level. It, it seems to be your kryptonite. And if you don't know what kryptonite is, you have not been living on the planet because that is the thing that is uh, Superman's weakness. And we are supermen and superwomen in the kingdom of God. But there's these areas that in our lives where we seem to have this proclivity of the flesh or a failure in, in, um, in, from our past or something, accusation, whatever it is, that is the area that I want you to write down or just keep it in your mind. Because here's the, here's the key. The area of your greatest weakness is potentially the place of your greatest opportunity for advancement and the place where you will serve humanity with the most effectiveness. My God. What I want you to 
know right now is the enemy is paying for your promotion. Every crisis should produce a crown. Every pain must exact a payday, and every trial, test, and or tribulation must have a turning point. These things come and these things go. Don't be impressed by what the enemy is doing. Ladies and gentlemen, as of February 12th of this past year, just this past February 12th, was the uh, the 5,355th year anniversary of the ninth plague that was released upon Egypt in the process of Egypt or releasing the children of Israel free. It was the plague of darkness. The plague of darkness came on the planet 5,355 years ago as of February 12th. It would be six weeks later that the children of Israel were not only set free, but the people who held them in bondage and captivity actually began to load up their wagons with gold and all sorts of treasures. So here's what I want you to do. Whenever you see deep darkness, get ready for in moments you're about to be delivered and your deliverance is about to be paid for by the enemy. By the way, six weeks later is what we refer to Pasach or Passover, leading up to the... Um, what we call Easter and the resurrection of the Christ. The greatest day in human history. <clears throat> in 2 Corinthians 12, 9, the Bible says that the, bl- the place of your greatest weakness is the place where God's grace is made perfect. The Bible says in Romans 5.20 that where there is much sin, there is much more grace or his enabling power. 2 Corinthians 9.8 says that God is able to make all his grace abound to you so that in all things at all times, having all you need, you will abound to every good work and charitable donation. According to Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 7, as the enemy is being defeated before your face, he begins to flee in seven other directions. Ladies and gentlemen, today I want you to no longer look at our deficits or the dark night of the soul or the attacks of the enemy as or the negative past or our problems or as roadblocks anymore or as as you know negative situations anymore. They may feel negative, they may feel awful, they they may feel like you have deficits, but I want to tell you Do not look at them like that anymore. They're not the roadblocks. They have actually become the platform for your advancement. In the midst of every problem, there is a greater grace waiting for you to call on. That's why every pain and every problem must have a payday. You got to exact it. You got to say, Father God, I'm asking for the greater grace to come into my life to more than catapult me out of this situation, but further into my purpose. These is these are the ways you must think. Cuz quite frankly, ladies and gentlemen, the enemy is so terrified that you might one day begin to believe who you are really called to be. That he must bark at you as loud as he can and he must stir up enough junk and pit this one against you and that one against you through a spirit of accusation. 
that he's got to battle and beat you at your weakest position, hoping that you will capitulate, capitulate like everyone else did. Somebody say, oh, my God, not me, not now. I'm making my advancements today in the face of everything that's coming against me. I will use the greater grace of God and be propelled into greater things that I would not have the opportunity have these problems not come my way. Today is my day of victory and advancement and deliverance. And Father God, I'm asking that the enemy would have to pay back sevenfold what he has stolen from me and my family in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Guys, the enemy's tactic has never changed. It's like his creativity has been stunted. His number one tactic is an overwhelming offense. He comes most times fast, furious, and seemingly relentless. I said seemingly relentless. He will at times come as an angel of light, but most of the time he comes in like a flood. Fast, hard, and continuously. But I want to tell you, he cannot keep it up. If you stand and keep on standing, you will not only see the deliverance of the Lord, but you will see the solidification of your legacy, and you will be uh, profoundly promoted and launched into greater things than you could hardly even dream about. Stay in the process, stay believing, stand and see the deliverance of the Lord as you begin to understand who you truly are. So when you put these things together, which are the thing that you would do for free, and you put together the with the place of your greatest weakness, when you answer these two questions, you will come up with a fairly accurate description of who you are and what you should be doing. Where the thing you would do for free intersects with the place of your greatest weakness is the corner where you, where you will be introduced to your purpose. So this is going to take some prayer. It's going to take some uh, you meditating on the word. This is going to take some time it doesn't have to take a long time. Many of you might even know what you're supposed to do. Like a, a lot of people that uh, had addictions in life, when they beat that addiction, when, when the anointing and they get delivered, they immediately have an anointing to release people from addiction. Whatever, that doesn't matter what the addiction, doesn't have to be even the same addiction. But you will be empowered to set people free when you indeed are set free. Your greatest weakness is about to become somebody's answer and breakthrough. So Father God, right now, I thank you for the anointing coming upon people's lives, Lord God. An anointing of joy, an anointing to see the truth, an anointing, Lord God, to be secure in their skin and who you've called them to be. Father God, I'm asking for clarity. <sighs> I breathe the fresh breath of Rach HaKadesh, the holy breath of God, into your minds right now to be able to think clearly. 
What is that thing you would do for free? What is that thing that jazzes you? What is that thing that gets you up? What is that thing that you dreamed about as a child and, and you dreamed about in your in your young adult life and you you dreamed about that? I would love to do that. If I just didn't, if I had all the money in the world, what would I do? And in that place that God is bringing deliverance to you today of your greatest weakness, the accusations of the past are gone by the blood of Jesus Christ. Receive your freedom. Ask for your freedom today. Walk in your freedom today and be blessed and find out who you are. So the place where uh, the thing you would do for free in the place of your greatest weakness is the place in the corner that you will find your purpose and who you're truly called to be. Bless you guys. I hope you enjoyed this uh, podcast. Uh, I think it was uh, there was a tremendous anointing on this. Share this. Go uh, make a comment on on your providers where you listen to podcasts. Make a comment there. Uh, please keep downloading our podcast so that we can get into greater echelons of affluence, so that influence, so that we can actually be able to help more people. So go to my website. I mentioned it earlier at the beginning of the show at barrymiracle.ca and you can get uh, caught up with where we're going to be and what we're doing. Uh, a tremendous amount of uh, wonderful resources there as well as you can buy my uh, best-selling book uh, called Wake Up In Your Dream that a lot of these concepts I have in there. Uh, God bless you guys. I bless you this day in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Have a great week and we will talk to you next week on Wake Up Into Your Dream. Very much a sign off for now. Thanks again for joining us today on Wake Up Into Your Dream. My great friend Tony Fitzgerald would say, you have two great days in your life, the day you were born and the day you discovered why. In these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true, that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca. You can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect. You can see where we're going to be live in the future. And uh, you can just connect with us there. But this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs>